Welcome into DTC. The offseason continues here in Washington, D.C. The World Cup has ended. Uh, your boy, my name is Joe, by the way, for those that are listening for the first time, predicted the final score or got really, really close to the final score. I told everyone last week it wasn't going to be competitive. It really wasn't competitive. I predicted 5-2 and ended 4-2. See you later, World Cup 2018. It was a blast. It was definitely the best one I remember watching uh, in recent memory, even though the United States wasn't there. It crushed across the board statistically as far as viewership, even though the U.S. wasn't there. And Fox did a terrible job with their coverage. But all that being said, we put a bow on it. It's done. It's over. We shift into All-Star Weekend and All-Star Festivities here in Washington, D.C. And uh, Bryce Harper winning in dramatic fashion. And we'll have Steve on and the Nats boys come on and talk about, uh, you know, is that enough to turn his season around, the Nats season around, and and kind of salvage what's left here uh, as they uh, at the home stretch of the 2018 season? I mean, they got to get hot and they got to get hot quick. But nonetheless, it was awesome that the city here in Washington D.C. we got to be a part of it, we got to see it up close, and we got to watch Bryce do something really special during that home run derby a few nights ago. But on this show for tonight, LP. And our boy Canada coming back on to talk about the NBA. And somewhere, somewhere, FP and Steve are banging their head into a, a locker or into a wall because I, we both know LP. They don't want to be talking about NBA, especially in the middle of summer. Uh, but that being said, this is uh, uncharted territory, even for the crazy NBA, which does crazy things all the time. LeBron switches conferences and switches teams. And now the big news, uh, I mean, the big news today is Carmelo's on his way out and he's going to get bought out on top of it. But Kawhi Leonard, uh, I mean, Greg Popovich just giving him the the double middle finger on the way out and saying, oh, you want to be a Laker? How about you go to Canada? And how about you go figure out, uh, you know, what the exchange rate is and how to, you know, maybe learn some French and, uh, you know, say goodbye to 40% of your income for this upcoming season. So... It's fitting that we have Canada on, but before we get to you, Canada, I want to get LP in here. Do you recall a season or an off season as crazy as this one in the NBA? I don't know. I wouldn't even call it crazy. I'd call it so lopsided. Oh, come on, it's crazy. Uh, this I've, is nuts. I mean, you got you got guys you got guys like uh, like Boogie going for the league minimum of uh, vet minimum to play in in Golden State. You got Paul George deciding to stay put in the Midwest. Uh, it, this stuff doesn't make sense, man. It, it honestly, it doesn't. It, it to me, it doesn't. But but how can you say that this is crazy? This is completely lopsided too. Like uh, I've never really lost interest in the NBA. I feel like this off season has just completely crushed the league. Um, I mean, Boogie Cousins is playing like half the season, and he's going to be getting paid like a hundred dollars a game to to play with to basically win a championship. And then, yeah, like. You know, the funny thing is, like, the Lakers got the best player in the world, and they lost the offseason. That's how crazy the NBA is right now. Like, you get LeBron, and you've had a bad offseason because you couldn't get Paul George or Boogie or anyone else. Like, you're still going to lose with LeBron, which I find he, unbelievable. He got Lance Stevenson and Rajon Rondo. Uh, you know, the Don't and, forget JaVale. And, uh, yeah, and crazy JaVale McGee. And uh, yeah. and Pope and Caldwell Pope, you know. But I, I mean, I gotta disagree with you here. I mean, like I, in my wildest dreams, didn't think Paul George was gonna stay in OKC. In my absolute craziest, you know, the LeBron thing, I could kind of see, and it made sense. Uh, but now you got guys like uh, what was it, Matt Barnes today, talking about uh, wouldn't it be dope 
air quotes here, if uh, Kobe came out of retirement to play with LeBron, like this is this is insanity. And you know, yeah. it's it's fun in games now as we sit here in July. But honestly, guys, I mean, we all watch the NBA a lot, and we swear by it. And and I I even last season, and and I'm trying to stay engaged here, but it's going to be really hard to watch. You know, eighty percent of the teams next season that have no shot, no shot at winning. Uh, you know, maybe maybe they win 45 games or 50 games. The Wizards are a good example of this. The Wizards got really, they got a lot better, actually. The more I look at what the Wizards did here in town, I like the Dwight Howard edition on, you know, he was a reasonable ad, a reasonable cost. He gives them something that they haven't had in a rim protector. And, you know, Ernie, I'm not, a, I'm not an Ernie guy, but he went out and got basically like three more Otto slash Kelly Oubre's that can spell, um, you know, both Wall and Beal at the same time. So I actually like what the Wizards have done. But then you get Toronto, who, you know, uh, well, let me get your opinion on this, Canada, because I, I, this isn't a hot take. This is my honest opinion. I think the Raptors got worse. I, I really do. I mean, Danny Green's a really nice piece. Uh, Kawhi is yeah. a little bit Danny unknown Green's here. A system piece. Danny Green is yeah. also a, a a Popovich system piece. Sure. Well, okay. 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 Popovich but but system? I'm not I'm not buying I'm not buying that they got the better player at the end of this. I, I Kawhi's a stud, but I don't know if I would have given up uh, Demar well, I mean, to get him. Well, there's a couple of things here. First of all, I actually I disagree. Like I think I think the Raptors did get better, but there's a big if on that. Is if you get Kawhi from two seasons ago, top three in the MVP voting, defensive player of the year, you know, finals MVP, you get that Kawhi, you've got a top five player. And if you're trading a perennial all-star for a superstar, then you've gotten a lot better. But there's no, Plus, but hold on, hold on, hold on. But, but pump yeah. the brakes here for a second. Yeah. They, they didn't need him given LeBron left the conference, correct? No, but don't forget that there was two reasons why they did it. One, there was a real chance that Philly or Boston could have gotten him, which would have, buried Toronto okay. in the East and couldn't get out of the East. So they were doing it almost to block. Out of fear. Out of fear. And secondly, Boston and Philly at, finished their seasons on a full charge while the Raptors were just spinning out at the end, which tells me that this season wouldn't be a 59-win season, even intact, the same team. They wouldn't probably get past Boston or Philly in the East without making a move. And the other thing is a culture reset. Like, DeMar is a great guy, great city guy, great community guy. There's nothing. Dude, he became Canadian. Nobody wants to be Canadian. And this guy embraced all things Canadian. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it was hard to see him get traded. But in the alternative, his deficiencies are exactly Kawhi's strengths. He shoots threes and he defends. DeMar couldn't shoot threes in, in in an analytics age of NBA. And he's a mid-range guy where, you know, the three-pointer is like gold right now. And he can't defend any wing player. So, like, the deficiencies that they sent over. But I think DeMar also, you know, with good, good, good coaching, like Pop, you're going to see him get better too. And um, But I'm, like I said, like, if you get a healthy, you know, top five Kawhi, like an engaged Kawhi, this could be like a good run with... A Kyle Lowry, there's rumors that there might be a Kevin Love deal for Valanchunas. Like all of a sudden, you might have a like an East little super team that will come out of it, and that's what they did. They swung for the fences. They took a but, big risk. We'll see what happens. But what what's the goal here? What's the goal in the East? Is it just to win the East and then get swept? Because no one's got a fighting chance against the Warriors. Agreed. So, like, 
Agreed. I think I think progress is good. Winning like winning the East, getting some more respectability in close games. You know, having a guy that legitimately has championship pedigree, like those are all things to set a new culture for the, that young core that that's going to learn from that experience. And I also think like, you know, you're only an injury away in the NBA. Like the NBA is all about like if Kevin Durant doesn't have a monster playoffs, you know, they lose to Houston. If he doesn't have those two monster games, game six, game seven, Houston's in the finals. That's Raptors right. beat the Houston 2-0 in the regular season. Um, like you never know, matchups mean a lot. So you you just get to the finals and see what happens. You roll the dice, but you know. And I also think uh, there was a sneaky salary dump that no one's talking about. Kawhi's on the last year. Demar, we still owed. Toronto still owed. 85 million to come yes so that's the piece that i that's the piece that i like and that's the piece that makes sense to me i think nba teams in general are getting smarter about who they're paying and how long they're paying them for the exception being carmelo anthony because this guy i i I have never seen anyone get all the money they are owed just to go away it's incredible his career earnings 227 million lebron's career earnings 233 million like we're talking about a delta of six or seven million, and he's won nothing, and he's he's clearly declining uh, faster than 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 LeBron is, and you know can we? I, I'm I'm shocked, but not really surprised. I don't know if I'm a, if I'm the Rockets. I don't know if I if I want Carmelo on my team. I, I think he makes teams worse wherever he goes. I just don't know. Mike I don't know what you're 40. getting. Like if you lose Mike if you lose Trevor 40. Ariza and you add Carmelo Anthony. You're not adding any points, and you're you're losing a, a lot of defense. So yeah, I, I'm not sure how that makes sense. You're losing a lot sense. of time with the ball on on offense. Yeah. Who were the I other mean, players the involved in this, like by a, the way? Don't don't forget, Carmelo played for Mark D'Antoni in New York, and it was an utter disaster. Mark D'Antoni quit because of Carmelo. He's on the record saying that stylistically, he could not deal with Carmelo's pounding of the ball. And that's not how he runs. I can't see how he ends up in Houston. Like other than Chris Paul's influence there, that it would be probably a complete step backwards for them to take an aging Carmelo, you know, that can't run on a run and gun team. Like, Meanwhile, it, it OKC would, gets, you know, courts the hell out of Paul George, gets him to re up and stay. They keep the best point guard in the league, in my opinion, in in, in Russ. They add they a also fan- added they, a point guard. They add a solid. I mean, they add one of the thorns in the side of the Wizards and Dennis uh, in in Schroeder, and Mike uh, Mike Muscala had a really nice season. They they got a lot better. Big guy who can shoot threes. Not you can't say no to that. That's right. He they yeah. got a yeah, lot better. They've gotten a lot better. What's the best case scenario for them? Third. Third yeah, and injuries. I mean, like beating. like Canada was saying. I mean, the, you know, the yeah, Warriors were the Warriors were one the bad quarter away from not making the finals, yeah. right? So were the Cavs for the matter. We could have had a a Rocket Celtics uh, final had things gone a little bit differently. But you got to respect what OKC is doing here, man. Like you talk about a team that's really like doubling down on themselves, a la like maybe Kirk Cousins a little bit here, like really trusting and believing in what they have. I like what they did. Now, like I'm looking and, at it and. and that deal saved them $45 million in a tax bill. Like Carmelo was going to be something like close to a 40 million tax hit or something like that by getting out from under that, that last deal, like, cause they're way over the tax limit right now and just getting rid of him without having to stretch his contract or wave him and eat the money. 
is a huge deal. It's, it's almost amazing so that they got. Before I, I want to get back to the Kawhi thing, but if you're Mellow LP, wh- what team are you going to? Like, if you're gonna go join, so I, I mean, where do you go? You know, I, I, let me get all you, you know both of your takes on this, and I'll give you mine. But if you are Carmelo Anthony, the Rockets are courting you. You really don't have a realistic shot. Maybe well, you do have a good shot, but what do you do? I tell you, I, I can't see him going to Miami. Living that Miami life, going to Miami. Miami's dealt with the stars there before. Miami doesn't really have anyone other than Hassan Whiteside right now. I could see him going to Miami. But, I mean, I he, he goes there. He, he What does he get them? An extra five wins, maybe? If they get six spots, seven spot. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see him going east for sure. And I, I'm actually saying, like, you might watch him be a nice veteran presence. But I don't think he wants that role. But... A veteran presence on Philly would be a nice fit. A veteran presence on Boston or Toronto. Like, I think those are the places where if he wants to win, make it to a finals for the first time in his career and be kind of a leader in the locker room, that's where his role's at. But I think him leaving OKC is because he won't accept an off-the-bench role. Any chance you see him coming in and playing the uh, the Paul Pierce role for the Wizards? No. You know, that's not, like, another, like, not bad fit. Again, like, one of those, like... They don't have the cap. They don't have the money. They can't afford him. I mean, even on a minimum deal. I mean, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's another team that I, he kind of fits on. But I don't know yeah. who's going to Milwaukee. But here's the thing about him. Where? What, show me a team or that he's gone to that he's made better. No, there isn't. There isn't yeah. a good example of that. But if I'm Carmelo, the one team that I would join in a heartbeat and do whatever they tell me to do is the Golden State Warriors. And I know it's crazy. But it's yeah. it's just crazy enough that you know it, it's it it feels like a Warriors thing to do. Like they like being the the bad guy. They like being the bad boys. Well, there's nothing more bad boy or annoying than adding a piece that you absolutely don't need. You know, just because you can. And they actually could do it. And if there's a team to pitch him and say, "Hey, just you want to get a ring? <laughs> like just just climb on board here." Um, another he, minimum deal. That's like, right. Possibly. Another another thing. It might be like a family decision. He ends up in L.A. for his wife's sake, and you know, plays either alongside his buddy LeBron. You know that. You know any anyone that plays, you know, with LeBron, his their numbers go up, right? So I think like that could you could see something like that working out. Like you never know. But I I think if I were him, I'd go east so that I can make an All Star team. I can still be relevant. Like. Um, you know, you can you can again like make a deep run into the playoffs and be a part of a winning. But that's culture. what I'm saying. He can't. He can't. He's not. He's never a part of a winning <laughs> culture. He's never made a team any better. As a matter of fact, I'll argue that every team he's gone on has has been worse. He's not a good. I mean, we can knock Dwight Howard all we want. You know, his time in Atlanta, his time in Charlotte. He's he's kind of a cancer. And Melo is the same way. <laughs> Yeah, LA, Houston. Houston, yeah. Like, hey, I but, mean, he, I think, but he's yeah. he's already had a talk with John Wall. He's already said that he he's changing and he's trying to change his perception. So maybe this is a time where um, you know he can actually turn it around in Washington. But I mean, we'll see. We'll have to give him a chance. But but this is also the first team. This is also the first team that Dwight's gone to where he's got a defined, a very specific and defined role. Right, so he he's and not. He's not a superstar here. He's not a superstar, you know. But I I think it goes both ways with Dwight. I think if things are going well, he's going to be the guy that's goofing and smiling, and it, he'll be like Orlando, you know, Dwight Howard, basically on the bench and trying to keep keeping things light, which is the, what the team needs. 
if things, you know, if they, they string like six, seven losses in a row, the way they've been, unfortunately been accustomed the last couple seasons, I see him being the pouty whispering in the ear of the other bench guys. Like, I think he goes both ways, to be honest. And, and my final thought on Carmelo, I don't see him playing, a, a, you know, alongside LeBron unless it's a one-year deal, uh, because I think LeBron now is basically in the ear of Kawhi. I, I think seeing what happened with Paul George this offseason and how the Lakers did not get him, I think the recruiting of, of Kawhi Leonard starts right now. And I think it's going to be a season-long conversation, a running thread on WhatsApp between a few people that look, I mean, I, I've said this on the podcast before. I think LeBron's, I think he's all in on Clay Thompson, and I think he's all in on on uh, Kawhi Leonard. I think those are the two pieces that he wants in LA next season. I don't think, and he's going to do everything he can to get them. Um, and frankly, I don't think Toronto can do anything short of, even if they win the NBA Finals, I don't think he's going to stay in Canada. I just don't see it. Well, there's a couple of yeah. things like, like that, you know, the NBA is kind of like taken for granted. There's a lot of people a lot of basketball players, it's not a hidden secret, that do not want to play with LeBron. There's a, like, a lot of people who have been vocal on it. Like um, Even DeRozan, an L.A. Compton kid, you know, was in L.A. on Instagram. Somebody asked him, hey, you want to come for the Lakers? And you know, he made a comment like, hell no. Like, there's a lot of people out there that just don't want to play with LeBron like, because they want to be their own stars. And Kawhi's biggest argument was that he wasn't getting the main attention as a superstar in San Antonio. So I don't know if like being in the shadow of, of someone that's going to just like take over the world is where you want to end up. I could see someone like, you know, Anthony Davis and those guys ending up going and playing alongside LeBron. I've heard that Golden State's been recruiting Anthony Davis for like three years now, and that's their ultimate piece of the puzzle. Maybe KD jumps ship. I don't know, but I can't see like a, a guy like from everything we have, we've read and heard about Kawhi right now, his attitude and his timidness and some of his like attributes, it just doesn't fit like, like that kind of um, attention or, or spectacle where, you know, but who knows? Like uh, I think like, like I think for us, the Raptors have a year to do what OKC did with um you know, with Paul George and, you know, walking away from 50 or $60 million guaranteed with a, with a serious injury, um, you know, might be really hard to do. So hopefully the money makes the difference. I don't like the losing to DeMar piece for one reason, because DeMar was the face of the franchise. He was the leader yeah. there. And I don't think Kyle Lowry can be that leader. And we know that Kawhi is not the type of person who is a leader. So you, yeah. you're, you're left with a void there. And someone's got to step up, and I'm not sure. But, but honestly, guys, like DeMar was a great basketball player, but he was a great basketball player in a soft East, not a good defender, and he didn't have that killer instinct in the playoffs. Stuff There's that no more, one in Canada like, said a month ago? Sorry, that? That all stuff that no one in Canada said a month ago. No, no, don't get me wrong. Like everybody's upset because he's a good guy and he rep he rep the city really well and everything. But if you're trying, oh, he rep the like, whole country. The guy was like an honorary Canadian, which yeah, no doubt, make sense. no doubt, like, no doubt. Like he 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 loved the place. He loved the city. He he was committed to it. Never took another meeting when he was a free agent. You know, he got his max money here. But like I said, though, like when it came to the playoffs, you can't score eight points in a game and you can't get it ejected in the third quarter of an elimination game. Like he just couldn't slay the dragon and it got into his head. Like he, he listen, Aaron Baines but, but shot a better three point. 
Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, they're human. They're not robots, right? He's got kids. He's got family. He's got, you know, he's got nine years of his, like, his early 20s and teens in, in Toronto. Well, here's it's home. He, he gave Toronto his commitment, and Toronto his, didn't give that back. Yeah, no, I, I think I think it was very cutthroat, no doubt. Like, what, what happened to Isaiah Thomas last year with his his sister passing and then getting released and not getting the contract. Like the NBA has become cutthroat, right? So that's why I actually think players are taking their money and they're not letting anything pass. Like even LeBron signed a four year deal. Like nobody's doing this like one year opt outs anymore because it's gotten cutthroat. You get hurt. You're not going to, you're not going to get your long-term contract if you're on a one year deal. Like I would say, well, the money's also going to dry out. Like the ESPN can't afford, they can't afford another, you know, billion dollar, uh, you know, package with the N- with the NBA. ESPN can't afford it. TNT and TBS or, or Turner Sports, they can't afford it. And the ratings aren't there. I mean, it's it, they're no, just not right. there. So right. and, and this actually need to drop. Yeah, and the ratings. Yeah. I mean, how many how many Lakers games? You're, we're basically on the as far as the national audience goes for the NBA. It's going to be like five teams. Like there's there's legitimately going to be teams. Uh, more than half the league will probably not appear even once on the national TV schedule between ABC, ESPN, and TNT. And they have to do that because they have to market the handful of super teams. Uh, and the rest of the league is just going to, you know, there may be some good stories out there for the hardcore few that actually follow the league. But, you know, let's let's wrap, let's put a bow on the show with this. You know, who, I'm going to ask you both in a second, who's going to win the NBA championship and why? Um, you know, but just food for thought here. There's no reason that the teams that we're discussing now as the front runners won't still be the front runners, even with one or two injuries. Um, but that being said, let's uh, let's get to this final wrap up question. Canada, who is going to win the NBA Finals and why? I mean, it's going to be Golden State. Like they broke the league, but but I don't know. Like I think actually the East is 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 the big question mark. I think it's going to be very competitive. You're going to see three young teams, like with a young core, fighting it out to get to the finals. And either one of like if Philly or or Toronto get to the final, it'd be a nice breakthrough for teams that have, you know, haven't seen the finals in you know for us in 20 years since the existence of the franchise, and in Philly since 2001, right? So I think like yeah, I, I do think. Um, Obviously, Golden State, especially if Boogie Cousins is healthy, it's not going to even be close. No one's going to come close to them. LP, who's going to win the finals? I, I don't even know why this is a question. Take Boogie Cousins, give him an injury, and he's out for the year. Take uh, Clay Thompson and give him an injury, and he's out for the year. And Golden State still wins. I don't see a, I don't see a way around it. Um, and I, I get the feeling that Canada is completely discounting and counting out the Wizards. Um, <laughs> I knew I knew so, that was coming. <laughs> that's my pick too. Teams. That's my pick we, too. We beat, we beat the we beat the Wizards without Kawhi. What are you talking about? You beat you the have, Wizards without Kawhi. Should, you guys should have, I clap for you? We beat, we we swept the Raptors in what 2015. So what? Yeah. And so what? So what? LeBron had hair in 2015. <laughs> like, what's your point? The the real point here is like you have the human Titanic. You guys signed uh, Dwight Howard to your team as an improvement. That's not a good look. Look at his numbers. His numbers are he's Mr. He Double is going double. to make his you eat those words, yeah. Canada. You're going to eat he, those words come next he's June. Mr. He's Mr. Double Double to not get you into the playoffs. When was the last time he saw a playoff game? Listen, if he if he he's gets a if, here, if there's a double double if he's a double double every night, I'll be really happy, and the Wizards likely will win fifty plus Honestly, games. Honestly, 
He's definitely better than the Polish hammer. That's for sure. So that's true. Maybe it is a step up. Maybe it is a step up. No, it, it absolutely is an improvement. It's an improvement. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, it's crazy that the NBA is is eating up this much, uh, you know, this much of our time and airwaves and energy. But it's just insanity. Like this is, I don't remember an off season like this. But time will tell. Time will tell what'll happen. Um, let's let's end it there. So for LP and for Canada, my name is Joe. Thank you so much for listening. This has been DTC, little NBA. Uh, I don't know, free agency recap, I suppose. And I'm sure when uh, camps open in a couple weeks, we'll be talking some more NBA. NFL around the corner, Major League Baseball, obviously with home stretch here with the Nats front and center, and and on our all on all of our uh, minds as they try to climb out of the hole that they're in. But Canada, thanks for joining. LP, thanks for joining. I'll talk to you boys later. This has been DTC. We are out.